I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're going to get out to our uh, next guest and uh, very excited about having this gentleman on. I remember him playing at Notre Dame uh, all those great years uh, in the National Football League after spending the uh, first three years of his professional career up in Canada. He was a great baseball player. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, the winningest quarterback in Washington Redskins history and a tremendous broadcaster in his own right. Great uh, honor to welcome uh, on the SDCCU Fan Hot line uh, Joe Theismann to the program. Joe, good morning and thanks for the time. How are you today? Uh, nice to catch up with you. Thanks for having me. Uh, very nice to have you. Well, uh, you've definitely been in the news the last couple of days regarding uh, the, the number seven. And, uh, you know, it's pretty amazing, Joe, when you look at the uh, Redskins history of all the great players, uh, the only uh, number that's ever actually been retired was Sammy Baugh, number 33, and that was a long time ago. But nobody's wore your number seven since you wore it in 1985. Yeah, it's been about uh, been about 35 years. Uh, they never drafted a seven, I guess, that was the way it was, and you know, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna start a little push that they should retire 21, which was Sean Taylor, and you know it would it wouldn't look right seeing another 44 running around. And of course, Sean was a great safety for us and such a beloved individual. I'd like to see both those names added. Mine, I guess it's you know now it depends on Dwayne uh, to see what he can do with it going forward. Joe, how did this come about? Could you kind of take us through? Uh, uh, he contacted you, and uh, you know, kind of take it from there. Well, uh, originally, what happened? Um, I had read where he wanted to wear number. I knew he was number seven, obviously, watching him in college, and he had mentioned that he wanted to uh, talk to me about wearing the, the number. And so I reached out to him, uh, got the information I needed to, to reach out to him, and had a brief discussion with him and basically said, you know, I don't have a problem with it, um, but you might want to consider maybe your own legacy under uh, your own number. And I told him to take some time to think about it, and he called me back uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and and, um, he said, I really would like to wear number seven. I said, that's fine. I think it's great. If there's anything that I can do to take any kind of pressure off the young man, I'm more than happy to do it. And, you know, it would have been one of those continuing dialogues of, well, you know, you don't have Joe's number and all that baloney. And it just, I think it's, I want to make the transition into professional football as easy as possible for him because the challenges are monumental anyway. Remember, the young man's only played one year of college football. And, and I don't, you know, everybody says, oh, you know, it's big time college football. Phil Sims came out of a very small school and had a great career. You don't have to play big time football to be a big time football player. And I just think that it's one less thing that really needs to be worried about. But it'll be interesting to see a um, a much more stout number seven running around on the football field <laughs> than the skinny little guy I was. <laughs> uh, we're visiting with Joe Theismann on the SDCCU uh, fan hotline. Now, have you met Dwayne Haskins in person yet? I have not, no. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm planning on seeing him. The rookies are in the weekend of the ninth. 
So I'm planning on going out to the park and, and getting a chance to meet him and watch all the other young additions to our football team have a chance to go out and play a little bit. But, I, you know, in talking to him, we grew up probably within 20 minutes of one another in New Jersey, Central Jersey. He's from around the Piscataway, uh, Somerville area, and I grew up in South River. And it's right in Middlesex County, so it would be fun to, to visit with him for a little bit. Hey, did you throw some Redskins trivia questions at him to see if he's uh, boned up on his <laughs> Redskin history? Not yet, no. <laughs> the, the conversations were short and sweet and to the point. So he has uh, he's dealing with a lot of things as a young man getting ready. It, it's going to be... It'll be interesting. I mean, it, there's there's a lot of pressure because we've been there have been 35 different starting quarterbacks in Washington since I got hurt in '85, huh. uh, and I from from one game to you know 20 games. Um, what's really crazy, and, and it, this is just a statistic that goes with the, the franchise, is I believe Sammy Ball has the most consecutive starts at 111 or something like that. I'm second on the all-time list with 99 consecutive starts. I believe Mark Rippon is third at 78. And it just amazes me when you think of the, the San Francisco 49ers or the Green Bay Packers where they've had you know, a couple of quarterbacks that played through two decades. Steve there and Joe and, of course, Brett and, and Aaron. Um, and, and just different different teams that have had such stability, and that's the one thing that we've really lacked is whether it's through injury, whether it's through performance, whether it's through ph- philosophical changes. You never know, but we really need to find somebody, and, and Dwayne hopefully will be that guy. You know, Joe, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your quarterback. I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. I met you many years ago. You came out and, and spoke uh, uh, at a breakfast out here, and I remember listening to you talk, and you talked a little bit about when you came out of Notre Dame, you got drafted originally. A lot of people may not even remember this. You got drafted by Miami, and uh, you ended up uh, uh, going to Canada, and you played up there in uh, Canada for three years. And uh, I know two of the three years you were an all-star. That other uh, one year you got hurt, if I'm not mistaken. And then you came back to the National Football league and it wasn't like you came in and became a star overnight i mean you really paid your dues and ended up having just a unbelievable nfl career well i was i was very blessed to be with a, a you know great organization great people spent my first two years as a punt returner right in the national football league which actually i, I spent my first <laughs> seven games in college at my sophomore year as a punt returner um i could always catch the ball and i was i was more quick than fast but, uh, you know, once you get by people, if they're running one way and you're running the other, huh. you look like you're really running fast. So uh, I managed to do that. And then I sat for a couple of years. And then in 1978, Jack Pardee replaced George Allen. And he gave me the opportunity to be the starter. And I owe everything to Jack for giving me that chance. And then Coach Gibbs came in in 81, and our fortunes changed considerably. Uh, when Coach took over in 81, we won the championship in 82, go back in 83, win the division in 84 and then in 85 i uh people call it the accident i had an accident accidents what happens to cars they run into one another what happened to me was i a lawrence taylor uh bus ran into me uh, that that was uh not uh, fun to watch in fact i watched it live on television i never watched the replay i did you ever watch the replay of that i only i've only seen it once coach in the last 34 years. Um, on the 20th anniversary, a gentleman by the name of Dave Haberstein came down from the uh, New York Times 
he wanted to sort of document the 20th quote-unquote anniversary of my injury. Of course, it was against the Giants. There was a you know New York connection, I guess. And I, I looked at it. As soon as it was over, I turned away, and I made a promise to myself I'd never see it again. And I haven't, and I won't. Yeah, well, you watched it one more time over the last 34 than I did. I, I saw it uh, live, and that's all I needed to see, to be honest with you. Yeah, I saw it live, too. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. Hey, hey, Joe, when you watch guys play quarterback now, and I know there's a lot of different things, and you know they look at tape, and they've got different schemes and all this and that, and the rules are a lot uh, different. You ever think about some of the numbers these quarterbacks are putting up, saying, man, if I could have played in this era with these rules on uh, against the defense, the numbers I could have put up, because you put up great numbers when you were playing, but, man, sometimes it's like basketball on grass right now. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, so much is it the system you play in. I mean, you, everybody's, everybody's in the gun. I never played. I played one game in the shotgun. It was against the Bears in 84. That's the only game I ever was not under center for passing downs in a particular football game. It wasn't something Joe Gibbs liked. Joe, uh, Joe Montana never was uh, in the gun. Uh, he, he never took – Bill Walsh didn't like it and Joe didn't like it. I played one game. I loved it. Hmm. 1985, first game of the of the uh, preseason. Uh, my center, I won't mention his name, Jeff Bostic, uh, <laughs> sna- snapped it over my head on the first snap when we were playing the Raiders out in the Coliseum. I walked to the sidelines, and coach said, no more shotgun. I said, Joe, and he used to go, eh. I said, coach, he go, eh. He said, no more shotgun. That's it. We're done. So that was, I, I managed to play. Um, one game and probably one snap in the gun. But, yeah, it, it's different. I look at the economics. I mean, is anybody worth $35 million, $30 million, $33 million? If anybody is, it's the quarterback, obviously, because, you know, they're the ones that handle the ball 65 times a game. But, um, you know, the numbers have just gotten crazy and, and good for the guys. I'm not one of those guys that sits there and says, you know, I was part of the history of this game, and we were the ones that made the Hey, listen, it, the world is full of free enterprise opportunities, and I think it's absolutely wonderful that young guys can get whatever they want, or young ladies in the WNBA or in golf or whatever it can be. If you can go out and compete and the situation allows you to economically capitalize on it, good for you. Uh, and, and so, But it's a different game, and, and I played in a system where we were run-based. You know, we had John Riggins. I had Joe Washington. I had Nick Chiquinto. I had, I had facts. You know, uh, I had guys that could run the football, and we controlled the game that way. We had the, the moniker of the Hogs, those five guys up front who could control the game. So even in this era, and Joe tried to come back and coach in this era, but it was different for him when he came back because it was a more wide-open game. Uh, it's fun to watch. And, and, I mean, I laugh when I look at some of the calls they call on quarterbacks for getting touched. Not hit, <laughs> touched. A very good uh, point. Hey, I wanted to ask you, did you follow the draft at all this year? A little bit, yeah. Well, what did you think uh, the, the general manager of the Giants, just uh, he got crucified for uh, taking that kid out of Duke, Daniel Jones. And I would think that, you know, with that guy's pedigree, working with David Cutcliffe, uh, he's probably been to the Manning camp a couple of times. I would imagine Eli and Peyton probably signed off on him. Any thoughts on Daniel Jones? I think you're absolutely right. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Nobody talked about it. It's a similar situation, just one other person, Kyler Murray. 
the system that he came out of in Oklahoma was similar to the one that Kingsbury will run probably in, in Arizona. So you have a familiarity. So the draft pick makes sense. Uh, with Daniel Jones, it's the same thing. And you cited all the reasons that I thought that it, it made a lot of sense for the Giants. I, you know, I mean, after you got by Kyle Murray's unique, Wayne Haskins, whether it's Daniel Jones, whether it's um, um, Locke, Drew Locke, it, it didn't matter. They all, to me, were about the same. Um, none of them should be starters, except Kyler's probably going to have to be out there. But I think all of them should be given a chance to be able to work themselves in. That's what the Giants' plans are. Uh, for sure there. So, you know, when when you start to look around the league, Will Greer down in Carolina is another one that won in the second round uh, behind Cam, depending upon Cam's health. He'll get a lot of reps now, which is good for him. But there wasn't anybody that just jumped off the, off the page and said, wow. But, yeah, I think there were reasons why there were people taken ahead of Dwayne. And, and to be honest with you, I don't think the Redskins ever expected him to be at 15. I think they were probably going to go Daniel Jones um, if if the Giants hadn't taken him. So, you know, I mean, everybody sort of got what they want. I thought the Redskins had a terrific draft. They filled a lot of holes. They got a pass rusher, got some offensive linemen, a little more depth at running back, added some speed at wide receiver, uh, got a young quarterback. So I, I thought overall they did a good job. Hey, Joe, I'll let you get out of here on this. Fans are, are all, they want me to ask this question, I know. What all is Joe uh, Theismann doing these days? I know you do a lot of speaking <laughs> to, to groups and you travel around the country doing that, but what else you got going right now? Uh, well, we're, uh, I took my granddaughter to school this morning. I had a great time, <laughs> dropped her off at school this morning. I'll pick her up later today. We're going to take the other ones to go see uh, the Avenger movie, the, you know, the end game. Three hours uh, and two so minutes, Joe. Three hours and two minutes. Up. I love action packed. I mean, you got to remember if you're a part of this movie, if you're in this movie, you don't have a lot of lines because every every Marvel superstar that exists is in the movie. <laughs> so it's, it's it's a it's a simple shoot, but I've got a couple couple three commercials that I'm going to be shooting here soon. We're talking about another Hallmark movie. I finished my second one in December which ran called Snow Coming. So, we had little movies, little commercials, love the speeches, working on my golf game trying to get that ready for uh, the American Century Tournament in July, and then spending time with the family. So it's, And then I've got a book coming out in about, I want to get it out by September, called uh, How to Be a Champion Every Day. Well, that and, sounds uh, like a so, winner. Edward, I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's based basically off of the presentations that I do, but it's it's been a passion and in progress for about five years, and it's time to put it to print and get it out there. Well, I'll tell you so what. Other than that, I'm really doing nothing. Just yeah, well, we, we miss you, you know? on Sunday Night Football. I can tell you that. I, you and Mike Patrick were unbelievable on Sunday Night Football. I know that's uh, oh. a few years back now, but uh, uh, us football fans uh, appreciated uh, that broadcast uh, all the time. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, good for Dwayne Haskins. He gets to wear number seven. But you know what? He has a lot to live up to. There's no question about it because I think uh, people around the country and definitely Washington Redskins fans, they, they know who that number seven really belongs to so hey joe thanks for the time and uh we'll look forward uh, to having you on and we'll definitely get you on uh, before that book comes out thanks coach i appreciate it you take care be well joe bye-bye
There you go. Uh, the great uh, Joe Theismann of the Washington Redskins joining us on the SDCU uh, fan hotline. You can nominate SDCCU Best Credit Union in the Union Tribune Readers Poll daily at sdccu.com slash nominate. San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It's better. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.